5: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You always follow, the follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
6: VEASAN Summer Specials here for $19. You get everything Beeson has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. You'll get Beeson's daily best bets, Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. He had a good day yesterday. And another golf major less than a month away. Every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the live video stream whenever you want it, $19 through July 31st, Beeson.com slash summer.
7: Okay. Well, on
6: that note, Paulie,
7: uh, we do have some breaking news here early on a Tuesday morning. As four time major winner Brooks Kepka is in fact leaving
6: the PGA Tour to go over to live and play LIV Golf. Last week, uh, Jeff Seeley made him a $5 favorite. Late last night, he scrubbed the PGA Tour from his bio. There's supposed to be another big announcement, another player. I don't know. uh, Well, another player. I don't know how big the. There is speculation it's Max Homa. Who knows? but now it's another player too that's going to join Kepka. Monahan is having a players a mandatory players meeting today and then meeting with the media afterwards. So remember what uh, Juan said over the weekend when he was asked about could the day come where these guys aren't allowed to play in the US Open and he said yes. So we're going to see what Now Norman says he thinks they're going to be treated like free agents and if it'll hold up in court if I don't know, but what, what a mess. I mean, this is. Uh, now we'll see what happens here. Too. So, who's going to join Kepka? My, my first thought on
7: Kepka going there is if Deshambeau got, what, $145 million? Uh-huh. What is Kepka going to get? Yeah. More? He's going to have to get more. <laughs> yeah, I right. I know.
6: Sure. Oh,
7: God. So now we're basically. You're right. It's going to be like free agency. We're seeing it right now. And it's going to split. And now it's basically, man, Max Homo, that's the guy that well, you're it was hearing spe- potentially? It was,
6: it was It was internet conjecture. But that's, uh, yeah.
7: Well, let's think about that for a second. Would it make more sense now that a bunch of the elite players on the PGA Tour have left for a guy like Max Homa to say, well, now I can become one of the best players on this tour, or do I just say, screw it, follow them so I can get more money?
6: Yeah. That's another big I, one. that's going to be the whole. You know, some of these guys were old, and it was, you know, okay, Phil's a big name, but he's up there in age, like Rory talked about. But now it's DJ. Now it's Kepka. Uh, DeChambeau, I know, has been hurt, but he's had success before this. Uh, Reed wasn't playing well. It's interesting that a lot of the guys uh, failed to miss the cut, that these live guys. But he, you just saw it, how he was acting in the press conference. Cat was out of the bag once he did with his Twitter bio. Yeah. But how he was acting in the press conference about, you know, dark cloud over this event and all this. He only plays for the majors anyways. But he is – got to get off him too. I mean, that's – Jeff, Seth Gilly's been very good as we No, we need to
7: have we decade. have to have an intervention yeah. with Jeff. That's enough. No more. Like good Until for can... good for Jeff. He did yeah. he had Fitzpatrick on the show last week, but he his love for Kepka is just and now now you know what? Bye bye. He's not gonna have to handicap him in the PGA tour, but he's gonna bet him every week at Liv, isn't he? <laughs> I can get
6: I can get Kepka twelve to one in the Liv, guys. That, come on, uh, that's uh, juicy. Uh uh-huh. Uh no thank you on that. That was a fiasco, the first one. I uh, you couldn't even find a leaderboard. Yeah. So that's uh, I know what, what Frank kind of uh, Neblo hit on yesterday about gambling is going to be big and important, but he at least got to give me I got to be able to find it somewhere, and I also have to be able to get a leaderboard here and that, here and there.
7: Okay. So here is uh, your movement on the first overall pick in the draft on Thursday night for the NBA draft, and it really took off uh, over the weekend and into yesterday morning, and that move has been on. Paulo Bonquero from Duke. He was as high as 20 to 1 on as late as Saturday, uh, Sunday night, Sunday night in some spots. In fact, that was at WinBet, and he went from 20 to 1 down to 9 to 1, and plus 650 as of last night at WinBet. I'm sure it's lower than that right now. At Bet Rivers on Sunday night, he was 18 to 1, down to 9 to 1 with a big move as everybody was hitting it, mm-hmm. plus 350 as of Monday night. And this happened pretty much everywhere. FanDuel was 11 down to 9.50, now 4 to 1. Will Hill was 7 to 6 to 4 down to plus 260. Uh, I looked at every single lap on Sunday, yesterday, over and over and over again. Most of them outside of uh, Las Vegas. In fact, only basically one spot had it available until yesterday when BetMGM popped. That one spot previously was William Hill. Uh, Caesars had 15 or 16 to 1. It went down to plus 750. Then it went off the board for a long time. Then plus three seventy five, same th- bet MGM Westgate opened sixteen to one from what I understand yesterday. The first time I saw it was actually four to one, so that sixteen disappeared. And then bet three sixty five was actually four to one on Banquero Sunday night. It moved to twelve to one Monday morning for some inexplicable reason. Quickly got hit, moved to seven, then plus three seventy five, then off the board. And then Bet365 was the first spot that I noticed that actually put up Boncaro as the number two uh, shortest shot on the board behind Jabari Smith. They had him leapfrog Chet Holmgren from number three to number two. And so
6: this all comes down to, you know, what You're syndicates... you getting lied to? That's another one, too. Are they using the media? Are they lying to people? I find it hard to believe the Magic don't know what they're doing with the number one pick but that's two the days out. That's the thing, they don't. I don't believe. I don't uh, According
7: to according to those yeah. on the inside, uh, according to like every single possible rumor, people who have great knowledge and sources, they don't. Go ahead. You're talking about the syndicates. Yeah. From what I was told, two syndicates hit Bonquero like all weekend and Sunday night. Other sharps were betting him at the same time. Uh, I know it was released by some people and said you need to get on this right now. It's going to move and. It has significantly, like I talked about, there is an issue with, there's been a back and forth on Chet Holmgren and whether or not he gave his medicals to Orlando. And I know that that was pooh Putin and shot down. I had something sent to me uh, earlier today that maybe he actually did go through with it. Um, but well, there, are, uh,
6: there are certainly some health questions uh, about uh, Holmgren. Well, he wants to go to OKC, mm-hmm. and his people want him to go to OKC, which is... Maybe refreshing and bizarre at the same time, but uh, in any event, that that's maybe he's locked into number two. I did get nuts and took a piece at Smith to go number three at eighteen to one. Uh, and by the way, he is plus two sixty now at Will Hill, Paulo, because Jab- yeah. Jabari moved yesterday. He was like a dollar fifty. Then he got up to two sixty yeah. to go number one, and then he came crashing. Now, as you look at it today, he's a dollar sixty. And, and Chet's plus 225, and, and Ballo's 260.
7: Sure. Oh, my God. I mean, J-Jabari, you're right. Jabari Smith was minus oh. 260, and at some spots right now, he's minus 105, actually, that low, to go number one. This is from Jonathan Wasserman wow. regarding Holmgren, because, again, the, the, the stuff like under the surface here, the rumors, again, the people with the good sources on this, they said that Homegrid did not give the medicals to Orlando. Jonathan Wasserman, who covers this, actually wrote that Holmgren did wind up doing the necessary medical work during a visit with the Magic. And that's why I think the spin was there that they found out, may, maybe Holmgren's team found out that the Magic were, were going to go somewhere else, and that's why their spin was, well, he wants to go to OKC anyway, okay. realizing that they, he wasn't going go yeah. to go number one overall. Yeah, But this is absolutely wild, and it could be, you know, just when I saw all this happen starting on Sunday night, and then I had the day off yesterday and tracking it again, this kind of looks like it's shaping up to be what happened in the NFL draft where the kid from Georgia was like plus 375, just lingering out there for several days or, what, a week or two ahead of that Sunday night before the draft? they like, okay, now here we go. Here comes the big move from what
6: people are hearing, syndicates, sources telling people stuff. Lombardi must be losing his mind. I know Lombardi's been tweeting about it. I mean, you are a bad organization if you don't know what you're doing. When you've been on the clock this long, and you're two days before the draft, and you still are undecided—if that's the case—and mm-hmm. it's true, oh, that's a bad, that's a dumpster fire. But I hope I'm wrong. But that would be something if this happens, reminiscent of Baker Mayfield, actually, when you think about it. Yeah, kind it, of. Yeah, uh, you're getting close to those odds where it would just come out of nowhere. I mean, you're talking twenty to one, and bam, down to plus two sixty shorter in less than a week.
7: Yep. So, some other like speculation out there. Memphis, this is, this. you know, a lot of teams are evidently interested in that number four pick by the Kings, so the Kings, who, who knows what that team's going to do, they'll probably take another guard, <laughs> Right. but, because the thought there is they're going to go Ivy <laughs> if they keep them, but th- this rumor is, is floating around that Memphis would like to trade up to number four with Sacramento, and then take Jaden Ivy to pair him with John Moran. And give up who, though? Uh, The thought, Just... well, some of the names I heard kicked around, there you go. Yeah, Brandon Clark or Dylan Brooks are some of the names. I would not like to give up Brandon Clark at all. No, I'll give you Brooks. I'll give you Brooks. Yeah,
6: a rational confidence guy. Mm-hmm. Stop shooting. Okay. Yeah. I just, what would that backcourt look like? Makes sense. Sacramento can't pick their nose. Oh, no. I would they abort. whiff on all these guys. Yeah, pages. they do. No matter what happens, it's, it's going to be a failure. Fuck, we got to right. go through it. Staskas, Ferdet, Bagley. Bagley ahead of Trey Young and uh, yeah. Luca. Fuck. Oh. God. Well, and then by uh, the way, they, they, like, they fire coaches every other year. And then when they get it right with a guy like
7: Halliburton, uh-huh. nah, too many Traded guards. Right. Yeah, right. You gotta trade him right uh-huh. away. Like what? Uh-huh. Your backcourt could have been Fox and Halliburton for the next seven, eight years. What are you doing? Uh and one other thing, by the way, about OKC. They have four this is what I was I heard yesterday. Oh yeah. They have 14 1st yes. round picks, not their own. Oh yeah. Between two thousand twenty three and two thousand twenty seven. It's 14? I
6: don't know how they're going to do this. No, neither I mean, that, do I. This is, you want to talk about a treasure chest and just say, okay, can we try to get a player now? I mean, that's, uh, who knows, maybe they can grab Westbrook again. He could be reunited. If, if the Lakers could move him and try to get Kyrie, yeah. what could happen? But this mm. is, how are you going to manage this? I mean, this is just <laughs> all these picks that you have. Well, if, if
7: it turns out to be true, then, again, that tells you that – uh Boy, the the, the Betty market really knows a lot what they're talking about, man. That's that's the market that you need to trust. If bonk, no, it's it's not an or automatic a, winner for sure. Yeah.
6: Or the right people getting the information. That's exactly right. Who, who's yeah. Orlando leaking it to? Dishing it out uh, to the right uh, people. Media members, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. could be could be a bunch of bunk. Could be. It could be. Yeah, I mean yeah. Smith could go number one overall. That's right. It could be. But
7: man, am I now praying that it is Boncaro because I happen to be, you know, on that on Sunday as well. Uh, it's Follow the Money here Here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, the worst kind of person to be sitting next to at a casino table game.
0: Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season.
5: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network.
6: BetRivers Sportsbook invites you to add some variety of your baseball bets with new same-game parlays every game this season. You can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combo. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, add a little spice to your game with same-game parlays at Bet Rivers. Get the app or go to BetRivers.com and make your baseball same-game parlay today.
7: Okay, so here is the other breaking news that came out regarding the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. Brooks Kepka. That report was uh, 30 minutes or so ago. He is leaving, and the other player, Paulie. It didn't take long. Abraham answer. Bye bye PGA. Going to go play along with Brooks in the Live Golf tur- Tour as well. God. I would say that that's a. I mean, it's a pretty decent name. Another really nice golfer to go over there and join it.
6: Max Homa tweeted, "Living it up one day at a time." Yesterday, that's why there was speculation with him too. And as we talked about earlier, uh, Brooks' bio was stripped of uh, of PGA Tour pro. Got rid of that. Nick Faldo also retired. You got that news as well. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is when is the? Uh, is it eleven o'clock our time? Uh, I think it's coming up. In any event, in, in what's gone on here in this news? Monahan's going to have a press conference after a mandatory players' meeting at whatever golf tournament it is. Is it the Barbasol, whatever it is? Uh, uh, the Travelers. Uh, thank you. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. So, this is.
7: Uh, by by the way, the, oh, the immediate speculation on Faldo, the people who responded to his Twitter might be a little too soon here because I, I didn't read uh, the okay. whole release why he's quitting or yeah. retiring. I should say, people were like, "Okay, have fun at Live." Oh boy. To go broadcast the events over there. Everyone's got a price. I don't I don't think he's gonna do that, but the golfers, yeah. Well, I'm not saying fall, yeah. Who yeah, yeah. knows what
6: fall though. Yeah. Uh, that's yep. I mean it's it's uh it's not like football. I mean you're sitting there, you got to travel and you got the four days of work that you're doing. Sure. It's not like I just show up, it's a three hour game and I'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm. But man. All
7: right. Let's do something here called Top Five Tuesday, shall we?
0: i've
1: been ready for this my whole life top five tuesday dollar dollar bills y'all the money in,
6: money in. we talked about this earlier in the show when we have the pit boss on friday annoyed pit boss eric's on, uh top five worst people to deal with or be around at the blackjack table i will go number five rules and or superstitious person about i don't touch this i like that or you know the, the guy who came up uh, as he tweeted the other day, yeah, the dealer loses, the, wins the first hand ninety percent of the time, mm-hmm. and they're just making stuff up. But r- rules slash superstitious person um, is is tough to deal with. And check in at number five, number four, number four, slow player sitting there making. This goes for a poker player too, but the guy's sitting there. It's like you're not you're not buying a condo here. It's not a major decision. Especially if you're only playing like $10 a hand. But it's like, you taking your time. What should I do here? What would you do? And then when it's the obvious one as well, if you got a soft 17, it's like, wow, okay, how would you play this? What should I? And you're, you're asking everyone at the table for advice. Let, let's just go. Come on. Pick it up. You're slowing everything down. Slow player, also number four, bothersome. Top five worst people to play blackjack with or to deal with. Number three, plays one hand. And then two hands and on and on and jumps in, jumps out. I'll get, you know, I'll go, well, you, you can't do this. You're messing up the cards. Yeah. You're going to piss everyone off at the rest of the table. Okay. So, and what you're doing, I'll, I'll go one. Now I'm going to go two. Now I'll go back to one. Now I'm going to go back and play two. Okay. So that's,
7: that's probably the number one thing that will make, make me leave the table. And I don't, I don't even wait. Like, I don't even wait for the next shoe. I don't wait for him to like, to try to get a read on the guy or the Is person. It,
6: what about split what about splitting tens? putting,
7: uh, uh that's very, uh, obviously that's very high on the list. Yeah. Too. Okay. But this, this really agitates the hell out of me because, uh, again, you have no idea what, how they're going to plan this. And if they sit down and let, let's say like the table has been hot and a person comes and sits down and then they're in, ah, then I'm out, then I'm in again. I will actually say something. Okay. Not every time, but occasionally and be like, look, either you're going to play or you're not going to play, make up your mind. Let's go back to what we had before you sat down.
6: Or if they continue to do it, I'm, just, I'm up and I'm, I'm gone. Do you play a lot of the blackjack with the side bets? Because I could see on this list and people, e- FTM at com, by the way, FTM at com, email or tweet, a lot of people constantly asking for change with the side bets and you want to bet the extra dollar. I, mean, I, don't, I don't play sometimes that. Sometimes the dealers are good and they're fast, but it, right. that, can, that can slow it up too. Number two, in and out. Bothers me as well. I'm in. Um, it's, it's self-explanatory, but nah, I'm going to sit this one out. Oh, okay, now nah, I'm coming back in. Now, nah, okay, now nah, nah, I'll come back and I'll join. Oh, nah, wait. Nah, okay, That that's, that's infuriating as well. And number one, yeah, everyone can have their own list. I have to agree. The play-by-play announcer, what he tweeted earlier in the week. The guy who wants to go through every hand and every decision the person has to make and what the dealer has, and he's describing. <laughs> okay, well, now I got his sixteen. But on the last hand, he busted when I had this, and I'm gonna hit. Oh, should I hit? Okay, and I'm gonna. hit. Oh, okay, bust. And then and what are you gonna do? Do you have a 12 again? I mean, it, it's. I don't understand. I actually went to a Blue Man Group uh, show, and the person behind me was doing it for the whole show. Like, who talks during the show? To during begin with, during the show they did. They it. were doing the play by play about now, which the Blue Man Group they don't talk. But they were. The person behind me was going. Okay, now he's coming over here. He's gonna put the marshmallows in his mouth. How many? Can he, now he's gonna get eight marshmallows in his mouth. They do a great bit when they're doing this with the marshmallows. Yeah.
7: Oh, the whole time. Oh my god. Yeah, that's fun.
6: He wanted to get up and leave. Yeah. Good list. Good fun. Top five Tuesday. There you go. What's your? No,
7: thing? it's like I'm. I'm totally fine. Like, look, there are different styles of uh, a table that can be fun at. Right. When I sit down, yeah. a majority of the time, I don't. I'm not going to talk at all. I just want to sit there and go play, and I want to. I want to read the cards, and that's one version. Another one is that like if you're going to go there with a group of friends, you want to have a good time. You're going to be having table talk, make, trying to make each other laugh, chatting back and forth with the dealer. That's also very fun. I'll give you an example. Uh, when I had my bachelor party out here in Las Vegas t- 10 or 11 years ago, sitting at the Hard Rock, and we had a table on Saturday uh-huh. afternoon. To this day, it was the best blackjack table I've ever been at my entire life. We we sat down with a group of guys from Chicago, and it helped, obviously, because it was blistering hot. And then once they eventually left after a couple of hours, it completely cooled off. We're like, oh, that was fun while well, it lasted. But that was, they were here to party, they were here to gamble, it was in the afternoon, everybody was winning, and it was an unbelievable atmosphere. I mean, that's 11 years ago, I still remember it, it was great. But I could go i could go out after the show is over with and sit down at a blackjack table and not say one word.
6: Mm-hmm. That is always... The uh, play-by-play it, stuff. Right. Just, it's rare, but it's awesome when everyone at the table is winning. The other one, uh, you know, the guy who comes in, the gloomy Gus, about, you know, that you, you want the, the pat on the back. But, you know, the dealers want you to win because they want the gratuity and the tips. That's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. That's how they pay their bills. They don't get much for a, a wage, hourly wage. So they want you to win. They want you to get tipped. Uh, but angry, uh, annoyed pit boss uh, also, they'll announce everything going on with his or her hand, then play back the hand afterward and explain their reasoning to the dealers as if we care. Oh, I should have done this. I, mean, I should have done that.
7: That's yes, right. What was I thinking there?
6: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, he, he also gets into $5 fleas, the retired elderly, drunk D-bags, drunks, homeless people, drug dealers. <laughs> I've dealt to all these guys. Uh, other other casino dealers. Now, why would you do that? <laughs> if you go and have some fun, that's one thing. But if you're playing, he wrote about that in his book, and I can't wait to talk to him Friday. They were like, the dealers would then go out and like play big. Like you know, the odds are stacked against you sure. unless you're counting. And they, they, it was like, like they would make fun of the people at the casino.
7: Yes. who always said, said said like they made a dumb comment or whatever. They were completely on tilt, and they would joke around like you clearly can never operate like that. And then they would
6: go now, on their off uh, off day, and they'd be the same exact thing. The thing that really gets me out of that part of the book, 200 pages, you can get easy it, read, that, dealt, was the guy who sits there without shame. In, in front of the pit boss and the dealer and calls his bank and says, can you transfer the money from my savings to my checking? And he loses everything. And then he looks at the dealer. Thank you. You just ruined my life. Yeah. Yep. What? He Blue blew 50,000. Yep. I can't believe he it. Sa- he said numerous times to him. And sometimes you're not supposed to do this. And We can get into him about what's the um, protocol or what's uh, frowned upon. But he's like, I think maybe you should take it easy for the night. It's not your night. Not going to. Says it to him twice. Yeah. And he loses 50,000. Midway through, makes the phone call to the bank right in front of everybody. No shame. Hey, can you transfer this money? And then loses it. You ruined my life. Thanks a lot. Yep,
7: Happens all the time, he said. Oh, my God. Uh, again, the name of the book is <laughs> Delt. We have Eric Sherwood on the show on Friday. Annoyed Pit Boss. It's going to be great. That's why we're talking about this. And uh, ftmadvcin.com is the email, ftmadvcin.com. The people that would come up, there was an older lady, he said, who was up like $4,000. Right. And her car broke down. And this happens, I guaranteed all over the country, all the time. And she had, she was going to buy a van for thirty five hundred. Well, she was up that day playing. She had four thousand dollars, and he's telling her, "You need to leave. Just go right now. You're up four thousand. You can pay for the van. Thank me later." Uh-huh. She loses all of it, is doubling her hands, and then blames him at the end. I can't believe he did this to me.
6: He's just like, can't get the car now. Like
7: yeah. what? 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 what am you? I supposed to do? I told you. you to leave, lady. And how, how many dealers do you think have a story like that? Oh, God. All of them, no doubt in my mind. Up next we'll talk NBA draft with Seth Greenberg from ESPN is he buying the odds movement on uh, Paulo Bonquero to go drafted uh, to get drafted first overall
5: Follow the money on VSet the sports betting network
7: Welcome back. Follow the money here on v the sports betting network. I'm very intrigued what happens on Thursday night in the NBA draft, specifically with the first overall pick. We talked about it uh, 20 minutes ago. The odds movement recently for Apollo Boncaro to go number one, they have dropped significantly uh, from Sunday until today. And uh, Seth Greenberg is kind enough to join us uh, from ESPN to talk some draft right now. Good morning, sir. How are you today?
8: Doing great. Doing great. couple days away from the draft. Beautiful day in Avon, Connecticut. Got a good walk in this morning. Life is good.
7: Very cool. Right, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. How long was the walk? What do you normally go for?
8: I go 10 miles a day. I uh, started with two with the dog. Then I'll go five at about what I've done with you guys.
7: Ah, oh, very cool. 10 wow. a day. Then Dedication. Finish off,
8: with, finish off with three. You know, when you get old and decrepit, you got to keep all, all the parts working. <laughs> yes.
7: <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So uh, starting like a couple of days ago, coach, on Sunday and then into yesterday, the odds really dropped significantly for Paulo Boncaro to go number one overall. I'm talking; he was 20 to one, maybe even higher than that on Sunday. Well, he, here we are now, two days before the draft. He's sitting around like plus 260 to go number one. Are you buying that steam? Could he go number one overall?
8: Yeah, he could because the one thing about uh, the Magic is they need a plug-and-play guy right away. I mean, uh, you know, I, I like Jabari Smith. I think he's, I think he has a. I'm not saying he's Kevin Durant, but he has Kevin Durant type skill set. But Paul Beccaro has as an NBA ready body. Uh he's, you know, 6'10, 250, terrific passer, can play him in the mid post and face, can play him in isolations, play him in pick and pops. You know, the big thing is he doesn't defend. Now can he can he defend? Is that a lack of making defense important at Duke last year? Duke has not been the defensive team they've been in years past. Uh you know, that's just a fact. Uh is it, you know, basically He's had these great workouts. Ben Carroll, where like at Duke, you know, it was a democracy offensively. You know, very similar to when Zion came out, it was democracy offensively. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the game, you think about that Michigan State game where they lost to go to the final four with Zion. He didn't touch the ball at the end of the game. So uh Carroll going to he's going to he's going to work out great. He's got a big body, good hands, can rebound, physical. and think about the Gonzaga game where. He started the game with uh, knocking down three after three. Good shot mechanics, although he didn't shoot it great as you know for the season. I think he'll be a good shooter. He is a terrific passer, so I could see very easily. Uh, I'm Orlando. I've, I've I've drafted slightly built players, whether it was Bombo, whether it was uh, who's the kid from State. It, it, it just Isaac. my mind. Yeah, Isaac. You know what? Maybe we go with a grown, blank man. And and I, I can very much see uh, Orlando saying, you know what, let's mm-hmm. go with him. And, you know, hey, remember that John Hammond, the GM there, uh, drafted Jabari uh, Parker, uh, another Duke guy, blew out his knee, but that was that was when he was at Milwaukee. So okay. yeah, he might have a comfort level
7: with that. So if he does go number one, Bunkero, then how does it play out after mm-hmm. that? Does Smith go number two? Is Holmgren going to go to three? Does he drop beyond that? How do you think that plays out?
8: I mean, I'm hearing that. that I, okay, she so loves, absolutely loves, uh, Homegrid. I personally, I I would think, without a doubt, I would take Javard Smith because he has an actual position right away. Homegrid is a unicorn. Unicorns are nice. No one knows what they are, but they're nice. <laughs> All right. I mean, like, yeah, I've never seen a unicorn. Have you seen a unicorn? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't even think they exist. But people say he's a unicorn. I like a guy that I know that's going to jump up and knock down shots. I want a guy that like, you know, as 18 year old like Jabari Smith who could really defend. He's a very good passer who uh, has versatility offensively that you know exactly who he is. Now people say, you know, Mike Smith who I have so much respect for, you know, is in love with home grade. I, I, I like his upside, but I also don't, um, his downside doesn't make, is not very exciting for me. If I'm Orlando. Is he Christmas Pozigus? I mean, if I'm Orlando, mm. after taking the guys I've taken, those slight built guys that haven't helped me win, I think I might go with something that that, that is mm-hmm. a little bit more tangible.
6: Outside of the I'm sorry,
8: Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City. Yeah, 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 yeah. I apologize. Okay. Yeah.
6: So outside of the big three then, taking those three out with highest upside and ceiling, would it be Ivy? Uh, Sharp has a lot of hype. I know you like the kid from Arizona. Who would you who would you then pick at number four based on uh, just best available? Yeah, I, I
8: would take Ivy. Uh, look, Ivy has a little bit of Russell Westbrook, a little bit of obviously John Morant in his game. Here's my thing with Ivy: the, the thing that worried me. Great in the open court, very good passer in the open court. Not as good a passer in, in half in the half court and ball screens. I think a lot of that is. They didn't run a ton of ton of ball screens for him. So one one thing about college guys is that they have vision when they go to the league, uh, they get a PhD in ball screen offense. He'll improve his vision and, and seeing plays early there. The only concern for Ivy is, is really number one. Number one is his low release and his low release. If you think about that St. Pete game and how he struggled creating that separation against mm-hmm. their, their guards under, that bothered me a little bit. Obviously, if you look at his body of work. He gets to the rim. He finishes all different ways. He's got freakish athleticism, a second gear. I would probably, I would probably take Ivy uh, in that spot. I, I just think his explosiveness is an upside, in the space you play with in the NBA. Uh, I'm not sure he'd be ready in terms of playoff basketball, but for an 82 game season, because I think there's a big difference. I think you know, again, you know, you you're draft for 82 games. That's one thing. You draft him for playoff basketball. You need a little more physicality, a little bit more maturity. But I, I, I would, I would lean towards. Ivy Sharp is such a, a, a you know a question mark, not with his athleticism, not with his shot making, but you know a year off is a year off. And um, why didn't he play? You know why mm-hmm. didn't he play? I mean, I, I mean, you know, I mean, a competitor says. I want to play. And I, look, I hear he's a great talk. I was one of my dearest friends. Absolutely loves the kid. Absolutely loves the kid. Said the kid was great. Uh, I don't get lost in workouts. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it's like people get lost. Oh, man, he had a great combine. That guy played 30 games all season. I'm not talking about Sharp. All right, you have, you, he has a body of work, but he had a great combine. Mm-hmm. He moved up in the combine. He moved up in his workout. Who moves up in a workout? It's all, you know, it's all scripted. You know, I mean, but, but sharp is, sharp is a talent, but I would go with, I would go with Ivy.
7: It's follow, fair enough. It's follow the money here on v the sports betting network. A couple of minutes left here with uh, Seth Greenberg from ESPN talking NBA draft, which is going to be on Thursday night. I want to throw a couple of players at you. Their draft position in terms of betting coach moved. Uh, Benedict uh, Mathurin from Arizona moved from eight and a half to six and a half. Do you think he goes in the top six? And then other players that you think, could be on the move and land like top 11, top 12 would be who?
8: Yeah, I think, I think, I would probably say closer to eight and six, Okay, but I love him. I love him. Absolutely love him. I love his ability to straight line drive. I love his ability to cut. I love his ability to make shots. I love his physicality. I think Malachi Branham is a guy that's going to, um, I don't know where you guys have them or where, where the line is. I don't follow that. I just worry about if a guy can play or not. But uh Malcolm Branham is the real deal. Uh if you look what he did the last like 17 games of the season, I I went and watched the hospital practice at the beginning of the season. And obviously I'm a big EJ Liddell fan. I think mm-hmm. he's undervalued. I think he's gonna be a guy that's gonna be in the league a long time and help someone win. But I walked into that gym and in 15 minutes. Uh I was sitting with Clark Kellogg. I said, that guy's different. And it was Malachi Brown.
7: His number is uh, I mean, 14 and a half, by the way, for what it's worth. 14 and a half.
8: I, I'd, say he's going to, he, I, I'd say he's going to go between 10 and 13. Oh, really? I yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think, and I'll tell you another guy that I think is is, is undervalued. I don't know what the number is, but Jeremy Sohan from, uh, from Baylor. Jeremy Sohan, uh, is a big body, young, skilled, elite defender, physical, better shooter because his shooting mechanics are good, uh, good field, good passer, tough. Uh, I don't know where where he's at, but I, I think he's undervalued.
7: I'll tell you, his his well, you're not the only guy who thinks that. His position uh, moved from 14 and a half now 10.5, Coach is where he's at.
8: Oh wow. I had that. I, I would. I'm not a gambler, but I would have made someone a lot of money because after the season, when he went went in, I told everyone that he and him were lottery picks, and everyone looked at me like I was stone cold insane.
7: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, great stuff. Uh, thanks so much for hopping on the program. Enjoy the draft on Thursday night. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, there coach. There you go. Seth Greenberg on ESPN. Uh, a couple of good nuggets there. Absolutely. Right away, gut reaction. Uh, the kid from Ohio State. Oh, come on. The spot where he's going to go, and he, he is buying a little bit of the uh, Boncaro hype here now, and the odds movement with him. So, I from 20 to 1, 36 hours ago, maybe even higher again, down to plus 260, I'm seeing plus 180 right now for him to go number one overall. My God,
6: Imagine that. Imagine this is an organization, if it's true that they have no idea what they're doing with the pick. I really out. hope it is true. God. I really hope it is. That is a sad state of affairs.
7: And, Paulie, I'm really hoping they take Moncaro number one. Really hope. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Esports Betting Network. Up next, uh, the Nets and Kyrie are at an impasse. What happens with the Star Guard and that team? We'll break it down after this.
5: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Follow the money on
5: VSEN, the sports betting network.
6: Before you make your next bet, go to VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Check out future events as well. VEASAN, another way to make you smarter, better with the betting splits. And check today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com.
7: I will touch on Kyrie and the impasse between Irving and the Nets, and what it might mean for the Lakers coming up in a minute. Uh, the feedback that we're getting, and again, we have uh, annoyed pit boss on our show Friday, Eric Sherwood, who wrote a book called Delt, and he went over the most annoying people to be at a casino table game with or a blackjack table. This is from Peter, FTM at com. How is number one not an idiot at third base? There has to be, yeah. like a waiver should have to be signed. Like, sir, yeah. ma'am, do you know what you're doing at third base? Very it good. should be like taking the exit row
6: on a plane. Yep, you cannot sit there unless you know what you're doing. But it's also a perilous trade and that you know if you don't want to deal with some of that, I guess it could, still could happen, especially when it's a uh, big weekend out here, but that's why you got to go to the uh 25 or 50 a hand uh, yes. table table games as well. Third the base, limit.
7: the person there is the anchor for the table. Minimum, yep. Oh, sure. Yep. Controls a lot, huge decisions. Another good email from a different Peter com. Maybe this is because I'm a crusty old New Englander, but my least favorite person to be at a blackjack table with is question, man. Oh. Do you come to Vegas often? Have you tried the buffet? <laughs> What's a good steakhouse? Have you been to the pool? Can you believe this heat? <laughs> Can you believe this heat? <laughs> what do you do for a living? Are you married, kids? <laughs> Have you? That's that's the best email we've got. Oh, that's a
6: great email, Peter. <laughs> Can really you believe good. this heat? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I want to play. I just want to play. Leave me alone. Right. Oh, God. Um, Well, you just got to shut them down. You Give them the the short answers. That'll shut them down. Yeah, right. If it doesn't, it's like,
7: okay. At some point, do you say, stop talking to me? That's very good. Pull that move. This is from Tom, (laughs) Twitter, at v (laughs) Live at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard. Tom says, take it from an ex-dealer. Oh. A pack of smokes per shoe guy should make the list. Yes. It's just nonstop chain smoking with the heaters. And where they're blowing it, too.
6: Yep. Uh, Another one. I'm sure that's, I mean, the stuff that you have to worry... You always worry about dealer abuse and all, but that's uh, certainly, uh, you got to deal with that. From Jacob, uh, he was at a table one time with a buddy. 12 straight hours.
7: We tried to leave the table twice. We wanted to watch the Big Ten championship game. The rest of the table said we could not leave. Called the pit boss over and had him put the game on the nearest TV. Only lost a little bit. Huh. For 12 hours. Wow. Delt, uh, this is from TV Dan, dealt high limit blackjack outside Chicago. Oh. Player had been playing for uh, hours and tipped us at least 5,000. Things turned around and she was tapped, demanded, we opened the toke jar so she could get her money back, no good, and she stormed out.
6: Wow. That's incredible.
7: Demanded oh. that we open the toke jar, give me my money back. Ooh. Boy, yeah, it's it's also a very bad idea oh. to have a number in your head that you want to get to, and I'm guilty of this from time to time. And I did it when I was younger, for sure. When I sit down at a blackjack table, I want to win X amount, and until I get to that amount, I'm not going to leave. And then I let's say I'm $150 shy of that amount.
6: I can't do it, but I'm still having a good night. The Steve Sears story, yep. Guy wouldn't leave. He wanted to be up 200000 whatever the number was, oh. and then uh, gave it all back, or million. I- I've seen people do that uh at bars out here, where they they put the money up for the bartender, and then if they they try to take it, if you do that, they'll kick you out. No, they should. Yes, you can't do that. No. If you sit there and you tip, and then uh oh, <laughs> the machines went bad or whatever, then you reach back and no, go, that's they'll give you the heave ho. <laughs> that's yes. once it's absolutely, <laughs> especially if it's in like if it's sitting up there, that's one thing. But if it's like in the cup, you go in the cup there. Oh my God, that's their property. Wow, that's good. Sure. Can you believe this? Great heat? To, great to hear from former dealers. Can you believe they <laughs> oh. high limit? Yeah. Things I, the stuff I'm reading in this book. I mean, you really you really hate people when you read this book. Oh,
7: you do. It's it's a
6: real it's, it's such a fun a, read. It's good. It takes no time at all to pop it out. Uh,
7: but you, you just you can just you put yourself at the table or in the casino when he's
6: telling when he's running down what's about to happen. I'll give you another one. It's uh uh like embellishing guy about what uh I'm uh, I'm down two thousand. Uh, and you know the guy. Then you win six hands in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm back to even, but it, you know, yeah, yeah, like you guys never ahead either. Oh, they the never de- guys. Yeah, right. The dealer's trying to make yeah. small talk about where you're at, and it's always I'm getting crushed. Hopefully things because when they always the new guy comes in, they go to the bullpen. I hope things always. turn around here. My luck gets better. I'm down five, and also they emboss so they can get a comp too. Sure, that was the way in the good old days too. But Debbie now, Downer you know, guy. Yeah, but now with the players' card, I mean they know what you're in for of and course. what you're down. How long you've been yeah. playing?
7: So, again, the reason why we're talking about this, we have a, a guest on the show on Friday. And it's a fun conversation. His book's are really good. It's called Delt. His name is Eric Sherwood. And so uh, I thought it would be fun. We thought it would be fun to kick it around <laughs>
6: today. Are you? What you do to <laughs> Good job by Peter. Your response is, why do you care? Right. Are you married? Do you have kids? Have you been to any shows? What, what are you going to get from this? Have you been the pool? Will you stop it? This is like a hairstylist person, right? Uh-huh. I go there. Oh, I give them
7: nothing. Lips are sealed. Don't nothing. want to talk. Don't care about your day. You don't care about mine. Just cut nope. my hair, and I want
6: to get out are of here. Are you off today? No, I work early. What do you? Yep. What do you do? They, I, I'm not telling you. Because they. they have,
7: <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not going to give you any guesses either. <laughs> like I, I, just, I didn't come here for this. I don't. I It's yep. not. I'm yep. not being a jerk. I just. You, it doesn't. What does it mean in the yep. long run? But like, what? At the end of the day, you're going to go home. Man, I met this. I per- cut this person's hair today. Unbelievable conversation. Really changed my life. All right.
6: Well, uh, what do you think of this news now with Kyrie Irving? Juicy. I love it. It's getting good. Bill Simmons mentioned this a couple weeks ago. He wasn't the only one to say there is some smoke with Kyrie to the Lakers. Can you imagine that? But he, how does it
7: happen? Sh- how do yeah, the Lakers call. pull that off? E- a third team's going to have to be involved. Yeah.
6: Somebody has to agree to take on Westbrook. Picks maybe two. Westbrook, Simmons tweets Westbrook to OKC plus the Lakers' first-round picks in 2027 and 2029 and a giant trade exception for the Nets, which I guess uh, anything's possible. Dallas could be a double sign-and-trade with Brunson. What's going to happen with Brunson? What's going to happen with Levine? What's going to happen with Kyrie? Kyrie was insulted, apparently, and uh, the, the, the impasse with the contract. After what Mark said about, listen, we need you to be all in here, especially with what we pay you. You can't be a part-time player in, mm-hmm. in this other business. Can you imagine what Durant? He did it to himself. But can you imagine what Durant's thinking now? I mean, that that I don't blame Harden for what happened. Actually, when you think about it, it's like, wait a second. I was coming here to partner up with three of you guys. Mm-hmm. Wait a, I, now he's not playing. Well, I'm not. I'm going to go. I'm going to show up out of shape. Then the hell with this. Sure. If this guy's going to ruin the piss on the parade, so. But, I mean, what could happen now? By what? the way, he's scheduled to make thirty-seven million next oh, year. Oh God! I mean, yeah, right. So could it be the I don't know how? Ballmer doesn't care, but imagine if he winds up with the Clippers with Kawhi, George, and, and uh, Powell. But could could the Knicks make this work somehow? They, the Knicks desperately need a superstar, and I know Mitchell doesn't play defense, but they got to have somebody here because you're just buried in the the East is finally better than the West. First time in a like oh, long time, years. yeah. Right. So you're just looking it up. Yeah, I got Freak to worry about. I got the Celtics. I got Miami to worry about. Could could Riley make a move? I mean, the Knicks have to do something to at least be able to make the playoffs and, and win a series here. But where he could wind up, I mean, this is, who knows. But it, it's just a fiasco. Part of the reason
7: why, when you look at next year's odds, we talked about it last week, 6-1 to one on the Nets?
6: No, thank you. Oh, absolutely not. I want nothing oh, to do crazy. with that bet. Crazy. That, right. Right. Could it also be a three-way? The Lakers get Kyrie. You know, LeBron would have to sign off on this too, but I don't think he. I don't think he would have a problem doing no, it. No, I think he's, he's gonna be line with it. Yeah, he's missed the playoffs two times in four years there. And you don't know about Davis. Houston gets Westbrook, plus the 2027 and 2029 Lakers first-round picks as well, and maybe some other uh, shenanigans too. But this is uh,
7: how does that the, go then for the Lakers? The, they're twenty two to one in that neighborhood, maybe a little bit more than that to win it next year. If Kyrie goes there and they give up just like picks for him and maybe Westbrook, well, that's going to be addition by subtraction. Uh,
6: anything you do, you have to get rid of Westbrook huh? at all cost. You gotta move him. Which it's to the point now where I think the deal's up so they could just sit there and bench him, which I don't know why they didn't do that last year. All right, but, right. But he's he's looking at forty million dollars. What he is. <laughs> but he killed the team. Why'd they miss the playoffs? Westbrook. He killed him. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing about Vogel was the scapegoat. I can't believe it. I can't believe they're doing that to Vogel. And then we'll see if, uh, what what Ham does. He said some nice things about Westbrook at the press conference. But then again, Westbrook is standing right there on the corner in the room. So I'll put you on the spot right now. Yes. The, the
7: seed for the Lakers next year in the West, if they somehow trade oh, for Kyrie Irving. If they get him.
6: Okay. Yep. Oh, boy. I, that's a tough call because I don't know what's going to happen with some of these other guys. But oh. we, 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 they're better than Utah. Oh, you, Utah's, Utah's going to come disarray. way back next year.
7: Yes. They're going to come way back. But again... Yeah, East might be better than the West. Does, top Brunson,
6: does Brunson leave? I, maybe they're better than Dallas. I mean, I don't.
7: I'd I, would, I, would, I would put
6: the number like at four and a half for the seed for the Lakers. Oh, I'd go over.
7: So five, six, seven? Yeah. Would yeah. You? Okay. Yeah. Uh, today's Major League Baseball card is up next. We will uh, tell you where some of the numbers have moved since last night. Coming up here on Follow the Money.
3: Carl. Sup? Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. Carl, you can play to win with betrivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service, award-winning customer service, award-winning customer service, award-winning customer
0: It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.